Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. From spirituality, holistic healing, to creativity, and conscious business, we've got your mind, body, and spirit covered. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, we get to bring in a facilitator that has been doing transformational work. You know, she really looks at that we're already complete, whole, and perfect just as we are. And so that she's just kind of helping people remind them of that. And this is, you know, one of my dear friends and um, members of the, the space here at Liberate. Uh, her teacher too and she's been working with her for a number of years and so I'm really excited because I get to know Sabrina for pretty much like the first time here as you're getting to know her so this is Sabrina Hartsong and hi. <laughs> hi and today we get to talk about manifesting with ease but also getting to know Sabrina so mm-hmm. welcome thank you so much it's really good to be here I'm, I'm yeah. glad to have you yeah. and you know I was looking through you know a couple of you know we do some things like we t- talk about like we shares a little bit of talking points or things to look at and one of the things that really stood out to me was looking at the ego versus you know just allowing that conscious flow of manifesting and so when when is it you know kind of the comparison of that and so I want to start with that a little bit (laughs) I do because I was I was at you know I think that you know um I I want to start there and see where we go from there yeah yeah good good uh so uh this is uh, you know to me in the world of manifestation this is an important distinction you know ego versus source consciousness source consciousness yeah yeah. so like and basically what that means is you know it, it it helps us contextualize where we're coming from you know what the intention is uh, which in my work you know I believe that that that's the most important thing to establish and get clear on when someone wants to manifest okay um, so you know every every single one of us has a desire to mm-hmm. feel a certain way about ourselves and we want what we want because of the way we think it's going to make us feel right yeah and so it's important when we're you know when we're manifesting when we set an intention that we're creating an intention that allows us to feel that way about ourselves you know and and so when we are creating this intention we it's we are it's important to take a step to really create that intention from love Mm. as distinct than you know as opposed to creating it from fear so when i'm manifesting from ego for example you know ego wants what it wants it wants something outside of itself in order to uh, make it feel fulfilled or whole or complete. It, its tendency is to externalize its need for love or approval or success or all of these things. And it, it basically says, I want something from out here to fill me up inside. Yeah. And source consciousness, when we come from source, when we come from love and not fear, we are basically tuning into that which we already are. So we are accepting that I already am this. I already am that which I'm wanting to experience more of in my life. And therefore, manifestation doesn't become, you know, is not about getting something from outside to fill me up. It's about simply amplifying that which is already whole, perfect, and complete within me. Beautiful. So amplification is different than, you know, wanting something. I want something to be made manifest now. Like, I want the evidence of something in my life. As I said, most people want what they want because of the way they think it's going to make them feel. Right. Yeah, instead of knowing that they are. Right. And and so that brings me into 
when did you start this journey of like teaching this and really understanding this to this level? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> Long time ago. <laughs> okay. I yeah. mean, once you're like, yeah. you know, I mean, we all have sure. our stories of that course, like, you know, course. get us to a certain sure. point. But I mean, that's a, that's a pretty, I, I like the fact that I dove into, you know, that type of question right away because that allowed me to understand exactly like, you know, that higher level of perspective mm-hmm. and that depth of understanding mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, we already are what we seek. Right. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, you know, having that energy and knowing that and understanding that it's such the core principle, like I'm just curious of how you you came to not only intellectualize that, but actually feel it. Because I can tell when you're sharing, Mm -hmm. you really know, feel and believe it. Yeah. Good. Thanks. Thank you. Um, so, you know, my journey started um, about over 20 years ago. Uh, I was in the corporate world, you know, and uh, I was, you know, in very much in the world of ego. And, you know, I had accomplished uh, some good things. I mean, I had some success. You know, I had a good career and money and all, all those things that, that people, um, you know, that we think that we need in order to feel fulfilled. Right? Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I had an emotional bottom in my life. Um, you know, I was very unhappy with myself. I was very closed off. I was extremely isolated and, and just sad, you know, and I had, you know, always, um, a, a curiosity and knowledge about, you know, spiritual work and inner work. And so for a while I had sort of a foot in two worlds. I had a foot okay. in like the, the mundane world and a foot in, in, um, in, you know, more esoteric, you know, spiritual practices and so on. And it wasn't really until, like, like I said, I hit this emotional bottom, and I took responsibility for the quality of my state, you know, mm. and started to do some inner work, um, where I really uh, began to feel, not just think about or read about, you know, because there's a lot of books out there and you know programs and and, and modalities and so on, um, but it's really important to to I think you know with all of this great information available to experience, yeah, you know the whatever it is that we're we're feeling, right, so. Uh, when I started to do my own inner work and, and just started to heal a lot of the, the patterns in my own life, um, you know, I had some really wonderful experiences, you know, where I got to really, um, uh, I guess the word is download, you know, a lot yeah. of this information and, and experience it, you know, directly and see it for myself, like in a really palpable way. Okay. So yeah. how long into that that journey after that emotional bottom mm-hmm. and diving more into the cause of your life and realizing mm-hmm. and taking that responsibility did you did you quit uh, well, you know what? It, it kind of quit me. It was a simultaneous thing, okay. you know, because I, I really, you know, I had so many like transformational experiences, you know, that I had, I believe I, ca- I had called in for myself that I, I really couldn't, I had lost my edge. Like I couldn't work. I couldn't, you know, do the, the, the type of work that I was doing anymore. Um, it was really, you know, it was just something that I just couldn't participate in anymore. It was so clear to me that my role in that world was over, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I just started, um, I took a couple of years off, you know, and, and just meditated and, uh, you know, did hung out in nature and did what I loved and followed my joy. And, um, and eventually I started to work with people one-on-one, you know, I just started having conversations about what my experience was. And mm-hmm. I felt very moved and called to, to help facilitate this experience, what I had been experiencing, um, for other people. And, um, and so I started doing that. And I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> when did you know that you wanted to, 
or you felt the need to share with others? Yeah, it was really, I mean, you know, I, I, when, when one has a, a very profound experience of self, you know, it's very liberating. Right? Yeah. And uh, as you know, and uh, when you have that experience, you just kind of want to shout it from the mountaintops, you know, you mm-hmm. just want to tell everybody because it's just like amazing and it's this yeah. wonderful thing. And so I felt very compelled to share it. And, and especially when it sounds like you went mm-hmm. from such a, a swing, right? Like a pendulum swing, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like you were sacrificing yourself mm-hmm. and hiding from your true self. Yes. And, and the compromise was so great mm-hmm. that when you allowed yourself to experience and feel, it was such a different state. Yeah, of course. And I think that's true for everybody. You know, I think people in the world that are, you know, participating in ego, I mean, we're all human. And so we all have, you know, our, our, uh, journey in the, you know, in, in that consciousness and, 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 and becoming aware of that consciousness. Um, I think the contrast is huge. You know, yeah. once you start to, as we participate in ego and live in our daily lives, as humans, we're always engaging in acts of self-betrayal without being aware of it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not understanding the impact that that has on our emotional well-being, on our psychological well-being, and our physical well-being as well, right? Yeah. And so, you know, we step out of alignment. And so as we begin this journey to, like, really get into alignment and, you know, start to honor oneself, as you said, you know, um, it starts to come together and starts to flow, you know, mm-hmm. and, we, and we're able to experience that flow. And I think for all of us, even just... A brief moment of experiencing that flow sort of, you know, changes the tide, you know, and and redirects us, hopefully, you know, in a sustainable way on on a more spiritual path. Yeah, because there's no denying when people have those, even if they're Mm -hmm. a moment, a few days, you know, or whatever that time frame is where they just realized everything just worked. Yeah. Right. And Mm -hmm. and so effortlessly so easy and so joyously that yeah. they that there's there's it, it makes people second guess a lot of different things and then wonder about is there more to life or the world right if they don't right. have a big spiritual base but they're like yeah. this is more than coincidence and everybody you know like you everybody know? has that longing like the, every, the, these are the deep questions that we work with is who am i and why am i here that's what yeah. everybody wants to know, you know. Since the beginning of time. Right. Exactly. You know, like... Exactly. And everyone everyone has that longing and some people don't have a context for it or they can't name it or they can't, you know, they can't exactly pinpoint what it is that they're looking for, but they know that there's something more. You yeah. know, they know they know there's something more. And just like you said, you know, each of us has the experience of, you know, we're talking about manifesting. Each of us has the experience of manifesting. Like we all, everyone's had a flow moment, you know, where mm-hmm. you realize like, wow, I this is what I intended, this is what I wanted with my whole soul, you know, and I thought about it and here it is. Yeah. You know, we we've all had those flow moments and that's, you know, those are moments of alignment, right? Yeah. When we're really when we're in integrity with not only what we love and what we want, but how we behave and how we speak and all those things fall into place. And do you think that it's imperative that people get to uh, this a state of alignment with their self before they start the manifestation process? Well, I think that's an interesting <laughs> question. I think we are always manifesting all the time. You know, mm-hmm. we're just energetic beings. But I mean, the intention of the manifestation. Because right. I mean, if we're looking at uh, you know the, the the two distinctions of manifestation, right? Yes. You know, and you know, if we're not in alignment. I, 
would think that we're just we couldn't help but to be manifesting from an ego space of course or a block space of course well i mean okay so if we consider that 95 percent of what we're manifesting comes from the subconscious yeah. right and so you know unless we're aware of what's happening for us on a subconscious level you know we understand our patterns we look you know we, we do the childhood work and we understand some of the wounds that are there the limiting beliefs and so on then you know realistically what's what we're creating what we are replaying over and over again is what's in the subconscious yeah. right and so until we have access to it and we can nurture those beliefs and help repair some of those beliefs repair the um you know the any any negative impact from childhood and start implementing more positive reinforcements then we can bring the subconscious into alignment with what we consciously desire right? and how do you recommend that people start that process uh, well willingness is a good place to start mm-hmm. well just being willing uh you know is, is a really good place to start um, i in the pro in the work that i i do in the programs that i teach i start with childhood you know mm-hmm. early childhood conditioning uh resentments you know that is really to me the the first um the beginning of the separation from self yeah. you know is is feeling resentful and you know all of these uh what happens to us in early childhood as we start to experience ourselves as limited and you know unwanted or unloved or unworthy and all the you know depending yeah. on the messaging we got every human has some variation of this regardless of their childhood you know yeah. um and so you know just going back into that phase with a guide you know um even if you don't remember your childhood fully patterns are patterns right yeah. so it doesn't really matter where you start on the timeline um you we can just start to look at some of the felt experience from that era and and observe what's happening for us on a subconscious level yeah. you know uh, and then we become aware of it and when we have the context for okay this is what is going on for me subconsciously now i can connect the dots and see how this is happening in my life i see the evidence of these beliefs or the evidence of this this conditioning being played out over and over again and now there's an opportunity for the awareness to shift yeah you know those beliefs and 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 when you shift the beliefs the circumstances change of course mm-hmm. because the neuroconscious is a different program right so right. we're acting out something else exactly i would like to say to people when they're when they're looking at at something that they're triggered on and looking at that pattern is mm-hmm. asking themselves what am i making this mean about me right, right? you yeah. know and if you mm-hmm. keep on going mm-hmm. you get to that I'm unwanted, I'm unworthy, I'm not important, exactly. no one loves me, whatever that is, exactly. one of those little mm-hmm. phrases that you might have said to yourself. Yeah. Now, you do classes too, right? Yeah. That, and, mm-hmm. and so in this, you know, you, you take people through some of these processes or? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. All the work I do is experiential, you know. Um, in the one-on-one work, obviously, we go through, we, we process, you know, we do a deep dive because it's an intimate space and it's just the two of us. Um, in a workshop setting, it can also be very intimate, you know. My experience is, you know, birds of a feather flock together. So everyone that's in the, everyone that's attending the workshop at that time is usually dealing with some similar patterning or some yeah. similar, um, you know, if there's one person in the room that's processing something out loud, it's usually benefiting everyone else as well. Of course. Um and so I teach some 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 processes uh to help like I sort of guide uh uh you know people into their emotions and into the felt experience so that they can process fully and shift, you know. It's one thing to become aware of the belief, you know. I mean anyone can read books about limiting beliefs or and or or you know create a list of affirmations. It's very important to you know tap into the 
emotion that is keeping that belief in place, mm. right? Because I have a felt experience and then I have a belief about that felt experience and that reinforces the emotion and that reinforces the belief, which reinforces the emotion. And now we have a pattern. Yeah. Right. And, and then it becomes stronger and stronger exactly. and stronger and the stronger it is, the harder that, right. like if that weed grows really right. deep, you know, you pull it out and sometimes you don't get the whole, you know, root, but it, exactly. if it's not that deep, you can pull it out easy, you mm -hmm. know, and like the little weed starts to grow in the flower bed, bing. Right. Yeah. But if it's embedded there, mm -hmm. you gotta be really careful on how you grab it. Right. <laughs> like I said, it's helpful to have a guide for sure, because it can be, you know, people are, I think in, in my humble experience of working with others, I think that people are afraid to feel in general. They're afraid to go into the emotions of it. You know, there's, uh, there isn't a, uh, you know, maybe there's a belief that this is never going to stop. Or if I go there, I'll never stop crying or I'll, you know, it'll be so painful or I don't want to experience, re-experience the pain of my childhood, whatever it was. Um, I think it's really important to have a guide and to be in a loving container to go into these experiences responsibly yeah. uh, so that we can really feel our feelings and let it out and release them, you know, yeah. because as, as we were talking about this, you know, the cycle of belief and, and emotion, it creates a pattern. And then before we know it, we see the evidence of this belief in our lives. Mm -hmm. And then the, the and, it, and it becomes unanimous. And then we, we're stuck in this paradigm where this is just the way life is for me. Right. Which is not true for anybody. Yeah. You know, because we can change anything. Exactly. But there needs to be a, an awareness that this uh, the possibility of shifting this is is is, is available to me. Right. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of people, you know, unfortunately, maybe they don't think it's possible or they don't think it's accessible to them. You know, so hopefully, you know, the work that we're doing is helping giving access to as many people as possible. You know, the opportunity to shift and to uh, and to see that, you know, there is a different way of viewing life or a different way of experiencing life. Mm. And, you know, something that came up when you were talking was this this idea of people so afraid to share their emotions, right, yeah. mm -hmm. or feel their emotions or even experience them at some yeah. level. Do you think or is it your experience that people have a more difficult time in today's day and age than even like a decade ago? So I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I feel that people are so at least when I look around in society, and I don't know if this is a, you know, so I'm literally just question came to my mind and exploring it with yeah. you, but, you know, there's there's all of this constant stimuli that it's going on. Mm -hmm. And now with social media and information at the fingertips and people are Googling, it's like, it's like the average person goes to sleep with their phone and they wake up with their phone. And at any given moment, I mean, I see people even walking into the bathroom with their phone in their hand. And yeah. so like... There's so much going on mm -hmm. that that because of the outside distractions, I just wonder if you feel or have any opinion on whether that is keeping people from feeling their emotions more or if it doesn't have an effect on it. Oh, I think it totally has an effect. I think it really does. I mean, you know, the outside, you know, the, the, the degree of, of stimulation that we are subjected to throughout the day in this digital age um, definitely takes us out of ourselves. I, I also feel, in my humble opinion, I, I also feel social media is a vehicle to, you know, it allows people to externalize their need for approval and acceptance. And, you know, there's that longing that gets created, like, you know, this attachment to how you're being viewed or how you're being seen or how popular you are and so on. And so, it, but I, I think that these, these um, externalizations have existed forever you know, oh, since yeah. the beginning of humanity. And so in this 
modern era, we've just found this way, there's this new, you know, sophisticated way to experience the same disconnection from self. Yeah. You know, um, and so it definitely has an effect for sure. There's a lot going on, as you say, and, and you know, when I work with people, you know, the first thing we do is create space. You know, the first thing we do is, is, is slow down, you know, look at, you know, all the things that we're doing, 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 doing all the time and how many, how many of those things are really necessary, you know, how, how much of that stuff is actually bringing you joy, yeah. you know, and taking you out of yourself, you know, and so looking at really assessing that um, and learning to go inward, you know, which means putting your phone, phone down and meditating or, you know, doing some diaphragmatic breathing, uh, spending time in nature, all things that are helping us get connected to self, definitely, mm-hmm. so... So you'd say that the first thing that you really help people do mm-hmm. is connect them to their self. Yes. And then it's taking that self and realizing what is in their heart space to manifest. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Because when, once people have, you know, and, and, and this is, you know, um, the, the sort of the, the map that I've outlined in, in the curriculums that I teach is, you know, we do the inner child work, the healing work, you know, understanding the subconscious, you know, closing those wounds, moving into a more integrated and holistic experience of self. Once I've realized myself and, and, and the possibility, the potential mm-hmm. within me, then I can take this new, you know, self-loving, self-improved, you know, relationship with self and I can direct it into the world from a place of love, from a place of I already am this with the intention to amplify that which I already am and create amazing things. I can can create extensions of myself in the world that I can now share with others, right? Mm -hmm. See, when I manifest from ego, which was your original question, you know, it's ego is very self-centered, self-serving and selfish. You know, it's about me. I want it. I want this for myself, you know? Um, And when we manifest from source, it's really a a selfless act. It's, you know, we're coming from, you know, this place of love that really wants to be of selfless service to all beings everywhere, right? And and that's the beauty of it. And that's how it makes it so much more rewarding and, uh, you know, and so much more sustainable. Yeah, absolutely. And easier, I would think. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we got to do the ego work first, though, which is tempting. Right? Oh, you that know, that's tempting. He, yeah, it's, it's tempting. Of right? course. So, but, yeah. you know, I, I, it, I always say to people that when you do something for another person, mm-hmm. you get out of your own way. Right. If your friend is in need and you wouldn't normally feel comfortable making a scene in public or doing something, but if somebody falls over mm-hmm. and they're choking or they need something or they need to be rushed to the ambulance, you don't care about how you look, what you do with that, and you can yeah. move mountains. It's mm-hmm. like the same thing of like a, a mother being able to pick up a car and like right. the energy, the force, the willpower, and, you know, all of that. It mm-hmm. just pops out and it becomes like... I got to do this mm-hmm. and people can do that, move mountains, right? Yes. Literally. When they are in, emotionally connected to what is happening, people can move mountains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And manifest and manifest mm-hmm. whatever, you know, these bigger mm-hmm. things beyond what they could ever imagine, ex- imagine yeah. or right. even, you know, possibly ever even think, right? You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and so with with that, like, we, if we go back, I want to hear about a couple of people that you've, since the, the topic for the, this being manifestation, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things that you've manifested for yourself mm-hmm. and that you've been that facilitator to help others 
manifest for their self? Sure. Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is just having a deep and profound experience of my nature, my essential nature, you know. Uh, I think that that is the purest intention to hold for someone who is, you know, at, at the beginning of their journey, you know, is to really experience the profound nature of themselves, experiencing them as, you know, themselves as whole and complete, as you said in the introduction, um, you know, and, and really, you know, cultivating that presence, you know, I think that that would be um, the first and the purest intention to hold as far as manifesting is concerned, you know, and, and, and for me in my life, you know, when I, you know, I have moments when I'm not in alignment because mm-hmm. I'm a human, uh, but when I am in alignment and I, I you know, I'm, I'm tapped into, you know, the power that I know is flowing through me, you know, the power of the universe and, and, and source, I, and I direct that energy with love and intention. And it, like, as I mentioned earlier, uh, an intention to serve and to amplify, um, I've seen amazing things in my life. I mean, I manifested my entire career, you know, as mm-hmm. a facilitator, you know, uh, you know, I just, it's, I went from corporate, 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 corporate to, you know, with a couple of years in the dark, you know, and then, you know, I, I it was fine. Or in the light. Or in the light. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's really, really good. Um, and so, and then, you know, now, and then I just emerged as this facilitator and I, I, you know, I don't do a lot of uh, marketing or a PR or anything like that. Like I don't, I don't do, you know, a, a lot of uh, stuff to expose my business, for mm-hmm. example. Um, you know, I became a mom a couple, two and a half years ago. And Congratulations. So, thank you. And so I, I sort of took a real step back and, you know, I, I just was focusing on being a full-time mom, but I still worked, you know. Yeah. And and I, I literally just like, you know, I, I set my intention to be of service and I open, you know, my heart up to that channel and I practice my meditation and I do my affirmations and the work that I teach others and people find me, you know, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm always, I'm always so blessed to work with so many people, uh, and to always have an abundance of clients and that want the work or that want transformation and, um, and that are ready to move their, their lives into the next uh, phase of this evolution. Uh, and uh, it's, it's just wonderful. You know, it's wonderful to be able to do that with ease, you know, mm-hmm. to f- have a fundamental belief that, you know, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm always providing for and everything's perfect and I'm always serving the, the people that I need to serve in the moment that I need to serve them mm-hmm. is it creates such a state of peace you yeah. know uh, in my day-to-day life and and that's what I try to help you know that's what I try to help cultivate for others you know yeah. is really just giving them access to what they really desire you know I think so many of us have a, a fundamental desire for our lives and the first thing that happens when we feel something that we want something is, you know, how do I do this? Or how is it going to happen? Or how can I make this happen? Or is this possible for me? And is the moment we ask how, we are knocked into our conditioned perspective. You know, yeah. the conditioned perspective being the ego mind. And know? the fear comes rampant in. Right. And then they think when the how comes in, then the how not comes in. And exactly. what if it doesn't happen? Mm-hmm. And then there's paralyzing. Exactly. So so how, that question how, as soon as the mind goes there, this is a good clue, I'm an ego, right? I'm an ego consciousness. Mm. As soon as I start to ask how, now I'm in my ego, I'm operating from fear, and I'm starting to cultivate doubt, which yeah. will take me out of flow, you know? Yeah, because you're not trusting. Right. Because so, so you don't need to know how. You If you just trust, mm-hmm. you know, if you're driving down the street and you're yeah. not sure where you're going to go, yeah. but you know there's bound to be a gas station that pops up or Mm -hmm. there's bound to be a restaurant or whatever you're looking for you just go right yeah the moment that you stop that Mm -hmm. I like that I like that distinction I never heard of it quite like that before yeah 
But it, it, it makes completely sense. Yeah, the moment it, that you say how. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, when we do that, because as human beings, we all do that. Okay, okay well, how am I going to do this? Or how am I going to get there? Or how is this going to happen? And we start to engage the mind and start to strategize and plan. And, you know, we're taken out of the process, you know. And so just to remind ourselves, like, that's a great moment to stop and breathe and just trust and surrender and say, you know, this is my intention. This is how I want to feel. This is what I'm putting out there, you know. And I trust that the how is the realm of the universe you know mm. I know it's going to come to me the the key is not to, to think about you know people say I have to figure this out or I have to plan this or do the key is not to try and think of trying to understand things with your mind it's really about learning to you know go inward and cultivate that presence in that way of feeling that you want to feel in in in, in your life and then in those moments allowing inspiration to inform the next action Mm. So, you know, versus thinking about what to do, we allow our intuition or divine guidance, um, you know, however you want to phrase it, to inspire what the next action would be. And gotcha. so it's not like you don't do anything when you're manifesting with ease, you know. Yeah, that was going to be my next question right. because, you know, a lot of it is sometimes, you know, those plans or those thought out things, you know, so that you're prepared for certain things, right? Yes. Because that's where some people I'm sure would go. And I know it's where my mind was going, well, but you know, you want to make sure that you're planning for these things or that you have, you know, form like if, uh, if you know, like, for instance, if I n- was thinking about how the we're going to record this podcast, you yeah, know, like, yeah, and then, yeah. then I'm like, okay, well, I need to make sure that I have, you know, yeah. this recording device and this and this camera and the da, 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 yeah. da, 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 yeah. da, right? Yeah. So where is the distinction of how, you know, some of the systematic things are, mm-hmm. you know, when people are finding themselves saying, okay, but how is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. For, where is that distinction of some of the mechanical things that we might need to organize in yeah. order to create versus when it comes from ego versus source? Yeah, so that's that's a great that's a great question. Uh, you know, even the the mechanics of it is are can be divinely inspired. Mm. Even the, the mechanics of it. If you, for example, you're doing this podcast tonight and you set an intention, you, you're re- very thoughtful about, you know, the recording of this podcast and you set an intention that everything is going to be in its right place. You know, it's going to feel fantastic. It's going to flow easy. Everything's going to be recorded perfectly. We're going to have a flawless conversation. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. You set an intention and it feels really good, right? And you're holding that, the energy of that intention. In that moment, there'll be the inspiration to make sure that you've checked your mic and you have your right equipment and you'll have your, you know, the how, the how of it will start to present itself to you. You know, it's always being revealed, even the mechanical stuff, you know, mm. um, in, in those moments, uh, what the, whatever the next action is to take. You know, gotcha. Uh, there are things we do mindlessly. You know, yeah. like grocery shopping or driving, or sometimes you know, like you just there are things we do on autopilot. Um, you know, getting to one place from an, from one place to another. Uh, but when we li- live intentionally, which is part of what's being taught in in the workshop, um, you know, everything becomes an intention. Everything becomes okay. I, there's I, there's a desire to create this, or there's a desire to experience that. So let me create an intention around it. Yeah, let me create an intention around this, and it could be you know from the smallest thing to the most you know to the largest creation of whatever your heart is inspired to to see in the world beautiful yeah now you teach a few different classes yes we have the uh you know privilege of having you you know next month which depending on when you listen to this i'm sure we'll have her a couple different times um you know 
the topic of manifesting with ease, you yes. know. Um, but what are some of the other workshops that you teach? Um, so I teach uh, a, a program called uh, Achieving Inner Peace, okay. you know, um, which is uh, a self-realization program, and it, it it teaches people how to deal with uncomfortable emotions, um, how to deal with you know traumatic events from childhood, and the um, you know the the I want to say the uh, effects that that those traumatic events have, have had. Uh, it helps people understand their ego and delve into their subconscious and move into a more um, um, you know, peaceful way of being with oneself and everyone else in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are my main focuses is, you know, the self-realization work and the manifestation work, the flow work, gotcha. which is about self-expression and, and you know, really fulfilling our what we feel is our potential. Um, you know, I, I'm, uh, I have an interesting theory on life purpose stuff. You know, a lot of people ask me that question, you know, like, well, how do you get you know, how do you find out your life purpose and so on? Um, and, and for me, our purpose is all the same. You know, everyone has our purpose is all is, is, is always to realize ourselves, you know. Mm-hmm. And then what we do with that awareness is really just depending on our heart's desire to serve, you know, whatever brings you joy. Um, so I do uh, I do some, some work around that particular topic as well. Uh, and for those that are inclined that really feel called to, I have a, a program for people that want to facilitate for others mm-hmm. and want to develop their own curriculum or their own self-expression of that, you know, how they can facilitate this self-awareness, you know, because we're all just here to wake each other up, you know, yeah. in our own way, right? So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Everybody's their own mirror mm-hmm. for everybody else, right? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at uh, sabrinahartsong.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you had to leave everybody with one thing, would you leave them with? I would leave them uh, with, uh, you know, just the intent, just the, to set an intention to really honor yourself where you are, you know, mm-hmm. I think um, the beginning of this work and what, you know, what, what's, what uh, sustains us through the ups and downs of, you know, uh, uh, our spiritual journey is just the willingness to love and accept ourselves exactly where we are. You know, um, moving into a state of non-resistance with self and acceptance with self really helps things pass and it helps us grow and it helps us recontextualize, you know, the challenges that we might be facing in life and to see things from a more loving perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Thank you. And until next time. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram at Liberate Hollywood, all one word, or Liberate Emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself.